Good morning, and thanks for joining me. Well, let me read our text for this morning's devotion, Psalm 84, and I'm going to read verses 1 to 4 uh, and verses uh, 10 to 12. To the choir master, according to the Gittith, a psalm of the sons of Korah. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. And now skipping down to verse 10. For, in the, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. Well, you may have noticed that I read the title or superscription of Psalm 84 this morning. Well, that's because sometimes, as is, is the case with Psalm 84, the title gives us insight into the context and meaning of the psalm. Psalm 84 is a psalm of the sons of Korah. And the sons of Korah are descendants of Esau, the oldest son of Isaac. And the Korahites are infamously known for a revolt they led against Moses and against Aaron, recorded in Numbers 16. Korah and his protesters thought that Moses and Aaron had exalted themselves too far, so they led a rebellion against them. And Moses told Korah to gather his protesters the next morning, and they would burn incense before the Lord, and Aaron and Moses would also burn incense before the Lord, and they would let the Lord decide which one was pleasing to him. And God's response left no doubt. The earth opened up and swallowed Korah and all his protesters. So how did these people come to write 11 psalms, such as Psalm 84? Well, by the writing of these psalms, the descendants of Korah were gatekeepers or doorkeepers of the temple. First Chronicles 9, 19 records, the Korahites were in charge of the work of the service, keepers of the thresholds of the tent, as their fathers had been in charge of the camp of the Lord, keepers of the entrance. Verse 31 of that chapter also records that one descendant of Korah was in charge of baking flat cakes for use in the temple services. Knowing that these sons of Korah were doorkeepers certainly explains verse 10, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. But I want to urge you to see something else this morning. Remember the Korahites had rebelled against Moses and Aaron because they were jealous that Aaron was high priest and they were not. But by this time, they had come to accept their duties and calling in service to the Lord. Even though it was certainly lower than that of high priests, they were after all just doorkeepers and bakers, but they delighted in that service. Verses one and two. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, it faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. And of course, we've already read verse 10, uh, where they've declared that better is one day in your courts 
than a thousand elsewhere. And I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord uh, than to dwell among the wicked. And notice uh, verse three, even the sparrows find a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. According to commentator James Boyce, a sparrow in the Bible is a symbol of something that is almost worthless. Jesus himself said, are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Swallows are a symbol of restlessness because they fly about all day long from dawn to sunset. The reference to sparrows and swallows is a reminder that even the so-called worthless and restless can find a place in the house of the Lord. Let me point out just real quickly two key lessons. First, to those who, who may not have a church, and specifically to those I have encountered who say things like, oh, the roof would fall in if I attended church. Not so. If you are willing to humbly repent and come and worship the Lord, He will welcome you. You know, if God could restore the Korahite clan who rebelled against Him and, and make them doorkeepers, He can do the same for you. If there was a place for sparrows and swallows to build their nests in the temple, well, there's a room for you in the church. The second lesson is for those who are, who are already in the church. The Korahites delighted in their work for the Lord, even though some may have seen it uh, as lowly, which means all service to the Lord is a blessing. You know, people like me may stand on the platform on Sunday mornings, but those of you working behind the scenes week after week, moment by moment, are equally important. Your service is such a blessing to me, uh, and even more important, it's a blessing to the Lord. And even if no one else sees it, the Lord sees it, and He will honor you for it. There is no service too small. So rejoice in your service to the Lord, whatever it is. And if you think there's no place for you in the church, please know there is. If you're already part of the church, then serve it with joy. I pray we will all long for the courts of the Lord and sing for joy to the living God. Let's pray together. Lord, we come before you as people who long for the courts of the Lord, for the house of the Lord. And we want to pray especially for the person listening who, who feels like heads will turn and roofs will collapse if they were to enter the church. Show them that there is a place for everyone, whether it be in this church family or some other. And Lord, we pray that when someone gets the courage to find a church, that they will find a body who welcomes them. And Lord, for all those in the church, make us more welcoming. May we recognize that we are all people in need of your grace. Further, if we're part of the church, we pray that we would not find any task, any calling, beneath us or too small. May we delight in serving you, O Lord. And whatever we do, in word or deed, may we do it for your glory. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Well, let us long for the house of the Lord and say and do all things for His glory. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye.